What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Jessica Gelder. Now, just for the past 10 years, Jessica has been a wedding planner based in Arizona. As a former collegiate and international athlete, she never dreamed of being in the wedding industry, but she loves it and has a lot to share with us here today. So, Jessica, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go. Jessica, how are you feeling today? I'm excellent. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. And uh, Jessica, real excited to have you on here today. So um, I, we, we were playing a little bit of um. I, well, I was running late. It was just it was just on me today. Today it was just all me. So I can't even blame anybody. I can't even sit here and say Jessica did anything today. It was all me. I'm I'm running late, but we're gonna go ahead and do this thing anyway. So Jessica, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. I'm, I don't think I've ever had a re- wedding planner yet, so I'm really excited to hear what you got to say and share. So Jessica, why did you become a wedding planner? Oh my gosh, why did I become a wedding planner? So I became a wedding planner, not, it was not something that I had ever dreamed of doing. I was not somebody who um, was thinking, oh, this is JLo. I'm going to become a wedding planner like the movie. Uh, Quite the opposite. I graduated from college with a degree in accounting and knew that I didn't want to be an accountant. And then actually as a college athlete, I thought that I would coach college. So that was sort of the path that I was going down. And then um, some interesting kind of twists and turns happened, which I think is usually what and what, how you end up where you are. It's not a, it's not a paved path always. Nope. And I, um, so I was uh, coaching collegiately at uh, Arizona State University and met who was now my husband and decided that uh, it was, I was not going to live out of a suitcase and be married and have kids. I, that was not going, that lifestyle was not going to work for us. And I needed to figure out something else. A few twists and turns of um, working for Pulte Homes, helping new homeowners navigate their new home process at a very, um, very expensive active adult community. So people who were probably buying their last home, they were retired, they were 60 plus, usually not from Arizona and buying a home is stressful uh, on its own. And so possibly buying your last home. So there were a lot of emotions with these um, people who were buying homes Mm -hmm. and I was helping them navigate their new home like if something happened they called me and i helped them fix it so kind of these twists and turns i had a a college um no an olympic teammate of mine who needed help with her wedding and so then i helped her with hers and then there was another collegiate softball player who was at the wedding who saw what i did who was getting married in arizona uh who said oh my gosh i love what you're doing will you help will you do this for mine and it literally took off from there we helped we helped this bride with her wedding the owner of the venue his daughter was getting married they saw what we did and hired us and it literally snowballed from there 10 years ago 
Wow, very nice, very nice. And again, you answered that first and question, first and second question for me. Of I was going to ask you what the process was like uh, for getting, you know, to, for figuring out, uh, you know, how what you love doing and you know, like when it really took off. But you really described it there. So I'm going to dig a little deeper for you. So, what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into what you do today? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think a huge part that contributes to what I'm able to do has to do with my sports background. Wedding planning is can be very stressful. If you are somebody who is easily overwhelmed, it is probably not a good job for you. So I would definitely say being an athlete my whole life, mm. um, as a catcher, I'm used to running the field. I can see the whole field of play. You are thinking about what's come, like what hasn't come yet, what's gonna, what could happen mm-hmm. at the same time dealing with what is going on in front of you. So I would say um, definitely my, um, my life as an athlete definitely contributed to the skills that I need. Very nice. Very nice. And what is an average day like for a wedding planner? It depends on the day. So during the weekdays, it's typically a lot of office work, a lot of emails, designing, planning. It's the logistics side of it. Mm -hmm. So just making sure that the timeline fits, that you're communicating with your clients, uh, whatever, whatever they need, whether it's finding and designing floral photography, linens, logistically, how the venue is laid out and how everything, how the day is going to run. So there's that side of it. Um, and then there is a, the wedding day, the game day that I like to call it. And there is no tomorrow you have to execute. And that day is usually on your feet, 12, 17 plus hours, just depending on the logistics of the wedding. And you are running around like a crazy person, all good things that I love, but you are running around and exhausted. And when you finally sit down to eat later in the evening, you'll be, you'll realize that you have not sat since you got on property, like at 8 a.m. Wow. So yeah, it's a long day. It just depends on what day. Very nice. Very nice. So what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Uh, wedding days. I always want to call them game days at being an athlete. Game yeah. days, wedding days are always my favorite just because it, it's a little bit kind of going back to what I grew up doing. Um, being a collegiate and international athlete, it just brings me back to that, that feeling, that excitement Mm. of like performing, right. Getting it done. Um, So probably wedding days are my favorite, but also being able to just be there for your clients, the brides, grooms, their families. There's a lot of emotion, obviously there's a lot of money. There's just, there's so much going on and being that rock for them. And knowing that you, their only job that day is to get ready and show up and have a wonderful time. And that everything that they've dreamed of has been t- is being taken care of. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer right there. And of course, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? So I would say that the, my least favorite, there's two components that I would say I like the least. Oh, three. There's more. <laughs> no, I really do. No, I love my job. Uh, you obviously have to be somebody who's good at managing your time and being able to sit down and do your work. But that's true for any entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, the two other things that are really important for this industry that I'm not particularly great at, though I know other people who, um, especially the younger generations who probably l- would love this component, is one is Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
having a pres having a presence on Instagram is hugely important. Mm. And I'm just not somebody who enjoys that. Like personally, that I have to have an Instagram in order to have a successful business, but it's not something that I would do naturally if I didn't have to have one. I see. Um, so that's that's something that I love doing. And then there you have to network and you have to be good about going out and meeting people or going to big wedding industry events with lots of different people. And I'm definitely more uh, on the introverted side, which I it's interesting on a wedding day. I have, it's business, right? It's just mm -hmm. like a game. Like I can play in front of thousands of people and it doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. um, so if I'm in work mode, it's different, but when I'm just like socializing, it mm. takes me a while to get comfortable. That's a difficult step for me. But um, networking and Instagram are probably the parts of my job that I like the least. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer. But uh, this this next question is my favorite, my absolute favorite, hands down. And that would be, do you think that grades mattered for the success that you have in your career today? Um, I think that grades are a reflection of, can be a reflection of, how like dedicated you are and I in terms of like getting it done I don't think that's 100% ugh, it's so hard to say exactly obviously I'm not doing anything in my career field so yes mm -hmm. I I have a degree in accounting and then I have a master's I, I have two master's degrees we don't even need to go into that <laughs> so I have a lot of education and in a way I don't really use what my degrees are in mm -hmm. that being said in order to be an entrepreneur or to really be successful at any job that you do, you have to be reliable. You have to be trustworthy. You have to be able to get the job done, whatever it is, whatever it mm. is. So sometimes that requires getting good grades mm. um, just because that's what the school is asking for. So if you're trying to get into med school, they want you to get A's and B's, I would assume. Yeah. They're not going to oh, yeah. really like it if you're showing up with C's and B's and worse. Yep. So it's to an extent, grades are important in terms of learning how to play the game. If that's the job that if that's what the job requires. Um, does that make sense? Yes. Uh, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and again, uh, I've, I've interviewed doctors and people in that medical field before. And um, yes, you do have to be very, very <laughs> um, studious in order to to get a um, to get into medical school and, uh, you know, law school, stuff like that, um, places like that. But I feel like the, the first half of the, the question where you were answering, you know, you were saying you had to be um, you, you had to be consistent and um, with you with work and stuff like that. I feel like it's more of a discipline thing. Like you have to I feel like grades, you're, you're trying to say grades have the you, you, grades give you um, a sense of discipline of getting the work or done, getting the job done. And, you know, uh, having consistency in order to reach a, a certain goal, a higher level. Yes. And I would say great. I think grades just re they reflect that yes. you have the discipline to get the job done. Um, I'm not the greatest in math like that's I'm not going to be a calculus teacher and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be an engineer or a financial planner. Like mm. I would ruin someone's life. <laughs> Those are not my calling. But I don't think that means that I'm not smart and I don't have gifts in other areas. Yes. Um, and so it's just being able to recognize what your strengths are and be dedicated to that. I love it. I love that answer right there. I thousand percent agree with it all the way home. Um, and uh, this next question, I'm going to break down for you a little bit because a lot of people, uh, this word gets thrown around a lot. But what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to doing? What is your devotion? 
my devotion. Um, I would say, and I maybe I'm like way off the mark on understanding what's being asked. Um, I would, I think part of what I do, obviously I do it for me. Like mm-hmm. it makes me happy for mm-hmm. sure. But I also really love that my kids get to see how hard I work to make this work mm. and how hard I work to execute my events and how hard I work to make my clients happy. So I think, you know, on the one side, there's the family home side of things mm-hmm. that my kids get to see that mom works hard mm-hmm. to help provide for us. And my kids are always like, that's your business. And I'm like, yes, this is my business. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't work for anybody. Like I run all of this and they're, and they're to the, they're getting to the age now where it's clicking for them, what that means hmm. um, and what the consequences could be if I don't do my job well. Hmm. Um, so I think for my kids to be able to like see that hmm. um, I think is really important. And on the flip side, like I love helping people and yeah. I'm somebody that handles stress and high pressure situations well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to take that burden from my clients and help them through what, what it can be a very stressful and expensive process mm-hmm. of getting married and having this big wedding, I'm, I'm able to help them navigate this stressful road. Very nice. Very nice. I think you answered that question perfectly. I think you were you're a little shaky in the beginning, but no, that's the impact usually has something to do with something that's bigger than yourself. So when when I ask the impact word, you know, uh, everybody answers with um, something that's bigger than yourself. I think you, the, the thing that's bigger than yourself could be um, showing your kids uh, the, the you know, the power of hard work and or you know, just the the people uh, planning, the people, the the my mom actually used to be a, a wedding planner. So I, mean, awesome. I completely I completely understand where you're coming from. I, I, I understand everything that you're talking about right now. She used to um, drag us along on those on the on the boats that people used to get married on and whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I completely understand. Um, and again, you've, you've given great, great answers to the to the um, to all the questions today. But we are winding down to that last question. And if there was just one one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would it be? I would say, and I, I feel like this is probably true for just about anything, is um, something that I took from my college days is make friends with the field. And when I say make friends with the field, what I mean is like when you're in college and you're playing, like we were really fortunate to play in a stadium that was beautifully maintained and we didn't have potholes in the infield or in the outfield, like big old gopher holes in the grass. <clears throat> we had a beautiful kept field. Mm. But And so we were spoiled in that way. But Mm. when we traveled, we didn't always, our opponents may not be playing it in as a nice condition as we were used to. So, or if we were playing in a tournament somewhere um, at a public park with a bunch of college teams, right? Like those fields get torn up. So Mm. you could be playing in a field that has, you know, gopher holes in the outfield and divots in in the pitcher's mound or the batter's box and rocks on the field, not huge rocks, but rocks enough that they're going to cause a problem. So like you're not playing in ideal conditions. Mm -hmm. Well, you can complain and let it stop you from getting the job done or you can make friends with the field. You can just like learn to accept how to like play through those difficult things. Mm. Um, and not getting sidetracked by the things that you don't have control over. I can bitch and complain all I want that 
the batter's box is a hot mess or that there's, you know, the outfield is all bumpy or whatever. But at the end of the day, I have a job to do and mm. I have to play to the best of my ability. And so if I let myself get caught up in all the things that I can't control, um, it stops you from playing your best game. Now, whether that be the drama in your life that's going around, going on around you, um, whatever it is, I just identifying those things that you have no control over and those that you do and not wasting your time complaining about those things. Um, and I don't know, so we just always call it make friends with the field, go out and make friends with the field because you complaining that there, that it's a crappy field doesn't change the fact that you have to play on this field yes. and get the job done. I agree. I agree. I love that piece of advice right there. And the, the analogies were on point today. I can strongly agree with that. But um, Jessica, if there, I, I, my, I really want my audience to reach yours just to reach out to like any website, book, social media that you may have, um, just so I could leave it in the link in the description below. So is there anything that you want to promote real quick for my audience to, to go ahead and uh, look at? Sure. If they ever want to check, uh, check us out, it's Shine Events az.com is our website shine events az.com and then instagram is shine events az so um and always feel free to reach out i'm an 100 percent open book i will answer anyone's questions about anything um so don't be afraid to send me a message very nice and please 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 guys take it take advantage we call this the yi network for a reason because we want you guys to connect uh with the with the the generation uh, above you guys. So please, please make sure that y'all take advantage of this opportunity with Jessica and check her out. And Jessica, you've given an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. I could not have asked for a better interview from a wedding planner here today. And folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Jessica helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the morph.